Sometimes it's not easy. Not so easy to stand your ground. Sometimes it's not so easy to speak up. If someone's hurting you, if you feel like they're deserting you, a sense of neglect, or just utter disrespect. Sometimes you'll try to stand up for your rights, but it seems like everything that you do seems to go wrong. And your history speaks volumes, but it sounds just like another tragic song. There are conservative views that are adverse to the changes that lie ahead. And there are innovations that lie in our hearts, not just within our heads and our beds. So I pitch this to you, thinking about change and holding on to traditional views. This is why politicking has so many people crying the blues. You see, the political context is fierce with free enterprise. And although it is sobering, we understand what truly underlies. For there is a low estimation intended to control or to eliminate the objective ahead. This is not just about people getting money. There are also people that are getting dead. So the craziest thing about politicking is it's like life. Sometimes you have to stand your ground. Sometimes you have to speak up if someone hurts you. When you're dealing with politics, you can't allow people to desert you. For there is no dis- there is no disregard to disrespect. There is no negotiation to neglect. You stand up for your rights because your history denotes why you've always had these fights. It speaks volumes of your character. It speaks volumes of your aversion to the change or how life has rearranged the innovations within. So we're holding on to tradition and views deep within our skin. Some things are intended for liberation and other things intended for control. But to understand the fine line is for one to truly know. That there is an underlying tone. There is a chain reaction to everything that we see today. So if it's keeping the voters and the abilities away, purposely low for the sake of it to be cautious and in control. This is about private ownership. But that private ownership, I'm going to speak about it in one volume. In different realms, but in one volume. And I'm going to say the private ownership is not just about the materialistic things that you own, but it's also about your pri- your personal liability, your personal accountability for the actions from which you take, from the chains from which you break. There is always a chain reaction. 
So this is a sobering experience when we look at things in a in an adverse reaction. When we look at the aversion to change and let me under let me explain something to you if you are taking away someone's rights then you are truly rearranging. And some of these rights are being rearranged for the globalization of greed, not for the globalization of need. Because people need to look at the realm of reality from which we are living in right now and understand that there is overpopulation, that there is pollution, that there is evolution, that there is degradation across this nation. And naturally, we have an obligation to say no to the foe of humanity. That conservative America has just as much liability, just as much authority, just as much pull and push as the retroactive erosion of the personal and the universal civil liberties. This is not just for LGBT. This is not just for straight. This is not just for bisexual. This is women and men, regardless of your identification and sexual association. You are what defends America across this nation. But remember that entitlement is the same thing as erosion. It is an erosive, erosive behavior, an erosive language. And you are a part of the entanglement of educational plight if you do not get these things right. I am not lost. I am aligned with right. There's too much oppression of ideologies. There's too much oppression of of uh, education. And education is supposed to be free flowing. Education is supposed to be the the water to the sponge of the brain, the 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 wind to the windmill. You know what I mean? Education is supposed to be the ultimate of energy. So you defecate on the rights and the services and the interpretation that the children will have in the future. You defecate on the abilities, the cause and the reasons. You defecate on the universal rights of families as well as the voting system. You encourage violence by allowing freedom of thought without the testimonial to charge it. This is inhumane traction. There is no chain reaction that should come after inhumane traction. Inhumane traction is just it, okay? It is, it is serving what it is supposed to serve. So I want you guys to remember while you're speaking right now that you're speaking about human beings. But while you're speaking about those human beings, I would like you to understand this much. Regardless of how you feel, your opinion of anyone else, our rights to safety, security, the freedoms and the liberties and the pursuit of happiness itself are our God-given rights, our rights to bear arms as well as our rights to bear our own children. But when we bear that right to bear our own children, we also bear that right to pay for our children as well. So it is not to dispel people. It is not to say that you are not good enough. 
It is just merely to say that one would have to strive for that objective to be secure with one's family. And if one were not in that capability of doing so, then I would hope that society would be smart enough to appoint an interpretation of the services that you are giving. Be smart enough to understand, to explain the ideologies of living, not just breathing in America. And make people understand that sometimes that wrongs in this, in this land happen to happen, happen to transcend or happen to have the trajectory that pushes us into the future. And sometimes those wrongs can eclipse all the rights. But at least with the minimal obligation that we have today, we have a minimal obligation to micromanage the oppression of education, the oppression of services that will help people vote, the oppression of people who do not have the ability to understand how to move on. I'm not asking you to hold people's hand, but I'm asking you not to judge people and to understand that sometimes the globalization of greed makes people overlook with God's speed the character that people truly have. So I want people to understand that it's not, that people are not just a commodity, that they're not just a number, that they're not just expendable to some people, but they are truly, and when I say truly, traditionally supposed to be an estimation. And that's all that we can do with people in this nation, as we can estimate the probability of liabilities. We can estimate the assessment of what we believe your worth would be in the future. We can estimate if I put this much interest into you, how much I would actually get out of you. But regardless of what we put into each other, I think you have to start with trust. And if people are not trustworthy within your environment and they're hearing your ideologies and they're exploring or exploiting, which would be more of the ideology. It wouldn't be exploring because you can't explore an ideology that's not yours. Um, so they're exploiting an, ideo- an ideology that belongs to you. There is going to be a version to the changes that happen, but those changes are just because you're going to take a different path. And that path is something that will never last. It will always be a conduit to a- another environment. And regardless of where you've been, I can tell you this much. It is truly upon you from which con- what, what conduits you choose to expose yourself to. And sometimes there are some people that can bring us to higher elevations that we've never seen before. Mentally, spiritually, physically, we can endure things that we've never even thought of. And then there are people in this world that have the capacity, they have the ability to drain the finances out of you, to drain the passion out of you, to drain the humanitarian um, push out of you, um, to actually just drain the spirit out of you on a whole. 
And those people are basically just what the greed of the globalization in itself is. So that being said, I hope that people can find a happy balance in between both of them. But the balance within my head is understanding that I have an unconditional love for everybody, but people have to understand that there is a law of of longevity and that law of longevity requires integrity and it requires respect as well as, you know, the laws of the land. So ultimately, it is not mine, it's God's master plan. And I wish everybody blessings. And I hope that you guys understand that we're not giving up this fight. We just have to look at it in different ways and understand that there are days that people are merely exhausted, but failure has never been an option. And so we keep pushing. Hey, you guys, it's me. I just wanted to talk about something. 